listening to Dangerous to Go Alone. I'm Jay Ray and oh boy, <laughs> I'm Jay Ray and uh, I forgot what show I was doing. You did. I did. Yeah. Uh, that's a great fact. <laughs> and I'm Amanda and I needed to take a shower. Hey. 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 We're both doing great. Everybody, be glad they're not in the room with me because I probably smell. It's true. If you hear a fan, that's because there's a fan between Amanda and I blowing her <laughs> visible yellow stink lines away from. Amazing. Me. Yeah. Um, that's great yeah we're coming right off the heels of recording great scott one of the lovely lovely podcasts at brokenjars.xyz so check out over there and you can get double dose of amanda and jerry this week yeah also uh shout out to our sponsor this week zencaster go to zencaster.com type in all caps broken jars at checkout get 20 percent off your subscription uh it's what lets us make Amazing sounding podcast with amazing quality, amazing content, amazing talent. Yeah. Thank you, Zencaster. And thank you. Listeners. Everybody. 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 Um, Even the people who don't listen, who aren't hearing me thanking them right now, I'm thanking them too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you fucks. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about the Destiny 2 beta this week. We are. But first... We just came back from watching Dunkirk. We did. And real quick, I just want to talk about it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. Uh, it is a Christopher Nolan film about um, Dunkirk, which was an engagement that took place during the Second World War. That's right. Um, so I really wanted to watch it, one, be- well, mostly because it's Christopher Nolan. Right. He's never let me down. And uh, I didn't want to let him down. By, by not going by to one not of his going. movies. That's right. Um so, I got to say, I liked it. Yeah. I did enjoy it, and I'm not questioning that, regardless of how my tone may sound at the moment. Okay. What I will say, though, is it's not what I expected, even though I was expecting what I got, if that makes sense. No, it doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> well, so... What were you expecting going in? I was expecting a Christopher Nolan movie. Yep. For sure. But I guess I had some preconceived notions about what World War II movies are about. I see. And this is not like that. Right. This is much... Like, this is one event. It's one day. One week. One week. One day. Right. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. But yeah, no, it's a very closed timeline compared to something like Saving Private Ryan, which I think takes place over months. Right. Um, yeah, it's almost closer, actually, to like Black Hawk Down, uh, which takes place over the course of like a night or two. Right. Um, so the events are very quick, and um, I guess, I don't know, it's not, I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but so there are three main storylines in this film. Right. Um, one takes place over the course of a whole week. Right. One takes place during a day, one takes place during an hour, but there are, are occasions where those things intertwine. Right. Now, obviously, the thing that takes place over the hour is the most connective thing. Right. It touches all of them. Right. Yeah. Um, as opposed to stuff that happens earlier that week. Right. Doesn't matter. The other things weren't there for. Right. And I guess presumably the hour is the last, is the latest thing. Because like that hour is like the last important hour of that day, which is the last and important of day battle, of that really. week. Right. Right. Yeah. right. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. <clears throat> um, yeah. It's... Um, I, that's pretty much all I feel comfortable about saying without ruining it because there's some really interesting tense moments, but it's not a big battle thing. Like, uh, there are definitely moments of action and excitement like that, but it's not Storm of the Beach at Normandy. 
It's right. not Black Hawk Down, you know. Absolutely, right. Um, they talk about tanks who never even see one. Airplane battles are just between three of them, so it's like it's a much more... It's a quiet movie, is how Amanda had phrased it to me when we got out. Yeah. Uh, which I think is accurate. It, yeah. It, it's tense because of the story, not because of the events, if that makes sense, right? Yep. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I really... Um, I don't like war movies, as a general rule of thumb. Right. I appreciate them, whatever, but I, they're not really my, my jam. Right. But I did really like this, and I think that's why it, it isn't... Um, by focusing in so tightly on just, like, a couple people... In this one particular battle over these short periods of time, um, it, it it was just a lot more. It was it wasn't so much about the war, right? You know, as it was about like this event, right? And because it was about an event, it didn't. Well, it was still a war movie in every way. You know, it didn't feel as much like a war movie. It wasn't as grandiose as war movies tend to be, right? You know, it was a lot more like we knew these people in a one-on-one sort of way, right. and. Um, there's a lot more introspection in that, I think, and a lot more of those big questions getting asked in a small way. So instead of being like, you know, the giant question of like, what is the purpose of war, right? Like, which all war movies eventually get to, right? right? Like right. this sort of like thing, we just had like smaller questions about like, okay, well, who's important here? The, you know, this sort of trolley problem of one versus five and like... Um, allegiances between your nation right. or between people who, who have personally helped you or right. not right. and that kind of yeah. thing like it's, it's um, same sorts of questions that you would see in a, a bigger movie but on a smaller scale yeah and it, I just think it's it's more impactful in a certain way to understand what like you know I can't fathom war I just can't fathom what it would be like to be in any of these battles but there's a sense of like you know I, I can understand the smaller thing when you show me one person's day. Like, I can understand what that right. day looks like, right. even though I can't understand what their career as an admiral right. is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I can understand these choices that they've made today or in this week or in this right. hour, right. you know, depending on, on what you're talking about. So, yeah, I think it was really good. I think it was yeah. a really powerful, successful only an hour Maybe. and 47 minutes. Yeah, surprisingly short. Yeah, yeah. for what it is. But you I, know what? It's the perfect length. It doesn't feel say. short and it doesn't feel long. That's it is right. just right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sometimes Christopher Nolan movies can have that slump yeah. before it gets back into the thing. Right. Um, this one did not. I agree. Like, the whole time, if one story was slower, that was only to relieve the tension from watching the other stories that were at some type of peak moment. You know. Exactly, yep. Um, yeah, really good. Yeah, it was um, good. So check it out. Absolutely. Next week we're going to watch Valerian. Hopefully. We are. So um, maybe we'll do a review on that. Yeah. I have high hopes, but less hopes than Dunkirk. I, I think it's going to be pretty as fuck. I have low hopes, but I think it's going to be pretty as fuck, and that is something I still want to see. Boom. Yeah. Roasted. Yeah. Destiny 2. Destiny 2 the beta. So let's, before we get into it, let's, let's just talk about our history. Oh, Destiny. man. So I'll go first. <laughs> okay. Um, I am a Bungie fan. I played all those Halos up until Destiny came out, and then the console generations changed, and I had to decide, so I didn't go with Xbox anymore, so I haven't played Halo 5 and such. Um, but I liked Bungie a lot, and I heard about Destiny, and the pitch was great, so I bought it. You also like space a lot. Right. Which, is Halo set in space? I've never really played yeah, Halo. Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. Okay. Alright, cool. um, space. Space. The final frontier. Um, so, 
I was I didn't buy it the first week. I bought it the second week, and I wasn't even gonna buy it the second week. Amanda will remember that I was not gonna buy it in the month of October because my finances were a little stretched in October because of New York Comic Con and that kind of thing. I don't recall this. That's what happened. And okay. then I was very ashamed to tell you that I ended up buying it, like, the week I came back from Comic-Con. Amazing. I'm um, glad you did. Yeah, but I bought it, and I played the shit out of it. Yeah. I mean, he played Destiny, you know, I mean, I've only known J-Ray for almost four years now, but I've not seen him play anything like he played Destiny. He yeah. played it for a long... And he keeps play- kept playing it, kept playing it. Rocket League, maybe, but you didn't play that for the... You don't play Rocket League for hours right, in right, one right, sitting. right. right. There were several occasions, like when a new raid would come out for Destiny, where I would go over to J-Ray's place before we lived together, and I would bring food for him, because he was in the middle of this raid for like six hours, so I knew he wasn't going to eat unless I brought him some food. Um, Yeah, so so he loved him some Destiny. I wonder if Destiny is going to help with my dieting. No time to eat. No time to Dr. eat. Dr. Jones. There you go. Space. Um, nah, because I'll probably just be fan feeding you Taco Bell <laughs> like I did those years ago. Yeah. Well, not anymore. <laughs> Maybe you're playing it along with me. Uh, now we're going to have to oh, get some Uber Eats to feed us Taco oh, Bell. Oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so I played it a lot, and then the last expansion came out, and I played it, and I was like, you know what? I'm good. There's enough stuff now that I want to play otherwise. Right. That I don't need to keep grinding on Destiny at the moment. Yeah, I mean, you're pretty pretty high up there like you've got all the best gear and stuff pretty much anyway right it's it's i mean i i i am a veteran of destiny for sure right um i didn't get so far like the last raid had a lot of like hard modes and weekly challenges and stuff and that's all that was all pretty new to me but i didn't get that far along in it because i felt like i had done what i needed to with it and knowing also that they were going to not update it anymore for destiny 2 i didn't really see the point in getting the best gear right if, you know, whatever. Right, you're, um, yeah, going to get to the yeah. next thing, yeah. Uh, so your experience with Destiny, Amanda? So my experience with Destiny is that there was one day um, where there was, it wasn't a beta. No, There was the just demo. like a free-to-play demo. There was a demo, yeah. Of Destiny. Um, Jerry was a big fan of Destiny. I had not, at that point, played, like, any first-person shooters, um, that's really, I mean, to go way back in my history, that's what happened to me with video games. When first person shooters came on the scene, I s- sort of stopped playing video games. And right. so when I got more back into video games in a serious way, I had a really tough time with understanding dual joysticks yeah. and definitely with first person perspective games. Right. Um, so this, at the time that I tried Destiny, um, I had like no experience playing any kind of first person shooter. Um, but I did play it, the demo. I played the demo for, I, I think I played for about four hours that day, roughly, um, straight. Right. Um, and I didn't not enjoy it. Like, it's not like I had a miserable time while I was playing, but I was definitely very confused. I mm-hmm. didn't understand, like, just the structure of a game like this because I'd never played anything like it before. And I just felt really, like, out of the loop about it. Sure. Yep. And, uh, and I didn't play anymore after that. Right. I watched J-Ray play a bit, quite a bit. Um, but In I, between taco munches. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And I did like watching him play. It seemed like a cool game. It seemed like he was always having a lot of fun. There was, not- a, there was a great moment that I recall where I'm doing this raid. Uh, oh, man. I forget which raid it is. Uh, King, King's Fall. And um, Amanda's brought Taco Bell over. And my brother's in the room. And he's watching. And Amanda's watching. And we're fighting a creature named Golgoroth. Oh, yeah. And um, the... The gays. Te- that's right. The technique was to get Golgoroth's attention. Right. The in-game mechanic for it was called 
Golgoroth's gaze. G-A-Z-E. Correct. So all they hear, though, is me on my headset and everybody's in my ear. So they just hear me going, get the gaze, get the gaze. <laughs> so they are cracking up. Because, yeah, we did right, lose it. there's no contacts for them. Right. Um, yeah, so I do. That's a fond memory I've got. So every yeah. time I played, and that had that tended to be my role, was the gaze getter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I could, it was hard because you'd ruined it for me. That You the are the gaze getter, yeah, Jay Ray. Thank you. You're welcome. You get all the gaze. I do. <laughs> okay, so... Um, <laughs> So now our apartment is hooked up. We've got two TVs. We've got two PS4s. I'm going to buy it digitally so that both of us can play at the same time. You've already pre-ordered it. I've already pre-ordered it. Right. So we are hooked up. Um, And the beta came out and it afforded us the first story mission. Yep. Access to all three classes and two of their subclasses. uh, A regular PvP mode and a competitive PvP mode. And one strike. Yes. Um... So, let's address the story real quick. Okay. The reason why you didn't understand the first Destiny is because the first Destiny has a bad story. Right. <laughs> um, it try it well. It doesn't try. It does. It does that thing that just starts you off in the middle of the thing, in the hopes that you learn what's going on as you progress. Right. And of course, they hope to catch you that way because it's kind of an interesting way to start. If I recall in the first game. Uh, your ghost wakes you up from the dead for the yes. first time after a long while. Yep. Um, and you have to fight your way back to the main city. That's right. Um, so it's kind of an interesting premise to start off with. Um, it's attention grabby. Right. But, but it doesn't so ever confusing. pay off. Right. If, yeah. Even if you've played the whole game. Right. Um, right. So where we are now is that the the traveler, which is the big sphere over the city, is what gives Guardian their light, which is what powers the ghosts, okay? The ghosts can bring Guardians back from the dead, which is why it's not a big thing when you're dead, but it's why the ghost is important, which comes into play during this first story mission in Destiny 2. Um, So, do you want to go over what happens for this story mission? Do you feel comfortable doing that? She is shaking her head yes, (laughs) but I'm going to stop her, and I'm going to do it. (laughs) Sorry, Amanda. Um, So... We're at the tower. Our three vanguard uh, leaders are there. We get Cade, Zavala, and um, Ikora. And um, they look out over the thing, and they're getting attacked by the Cabal. So there are three enemy races in Destiny. The Cabal, the Vex, and the Fallen. Right. Okay. Um, The Vex are the Vex milk people with the shiny tummies that we fought during the strike. They're the robots. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, the Cabal are the big turtle guys. Gotcha. So the Cabal had never had a raid. Um, And I don't think any of the DLC was really focused on them either. Um, In Destiny 1, you don't get them until you unlock Mars, and Mars is like the last planet. Right. So they're a pretty small part of that whole story, and then ultimately the main plot of that story resolves resolves when you beat a Vex boss. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. but the Cabal are attacking the last city. Um, your guardian is coming in from who knows where, some adventure, and you're tasked with kind of navigating the tower, which was the common area in the first game, um, to you know, make sure everybody's okay, help with evacuations, that kind of thing. 
And in the course of doing that, you kind of come across each of the Vanguard leaders and see them do something cool, right? Right. Kate opens the door and does a gunslinger thing. Right. Then you get to a plaza where uh, Zavala is doing his bubble shield thing, stopping a whole spaceship from blowing stuff up. Yep. Um, and then Ikora comes flying in from the sky, like blasting a, a platoon of Cabal, then jumping onto a ship and blasting out one of its engines. Yeah, know? she's the best. That's the best one. She does have for probably sure. the most badass one. It's so she's, cool. Because she's so animated when she yeah, does it. Yeah, you know? right. For sure. And she's really angry in a way that the other two aren't. Right. I mean, Nathan Fillion will never be angry. He's always like the chill, funny guy. Right. Um, and Zavala is very calm. Right. So it's cool to see Ikora just kind of like, you know, fuck y'all. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you fight your way through all these things and you see all this stuff. And then eventually you get to Amanda Holiday, who is the old ship's, uh, like she was like the hangar captain or something like that, whatever that phrase would be. But you went to her to buy new ships. Gotcha. So she oh, was I really, remember her. Yeah, she was really okay. unimportant in the first game. She was just a vendor. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they put her in this cutscene there, and she comes and saves you and drops you off on a Cabal ship. Right. You then fight your way through the Cabal ship to lower its shields so that uh, all the other Guardian ships could blow it up. Um, you do successfully take down the shield, I believe, but on your way out, you get stopped by... His name is Gruel or Gahul. I have no idea what his name is. Gary. Gary. Is what we call him. Yes. Uh, so Gary is there. He's got this weird Mad Max bad guy slash Bane slash unmasked yeah. Darth Vader thing going on. All three of those are, are good pulls. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, and he's talking and he's basically saying that he's there because guardians don't deserve to be these brave warriors that they are because the cabal are a warrior race right um that guardians don't take life they they take it all for granted because they can always just come back right um so to do that they're going to destroy the traveler which is ultimately what we end up seeing in that clip i don't think they blow it up as a whole but it seems like they sucked the life out of the traveler that's right and that's what he claims to do right he's gonna steal everybody's light so your ghost falls asleep or dead or whatever um and your guardian tries to grab it, but you eventually you're just kicked off the damn ship, and that's the end of the first mission there. Right. Um, so, coming in from four hours of Destiny 1, a little bit of raid watching from me, what did you think of this kind of introductory mission? Uh, it was good. I mean, I, I guess I hadn't really seen anything like it, other than the four hours that I played Destiny, which had an attempt at whatever story was going on. Right. Um, I never saw anything that was as story-based or story-driven as this sequence was um because i mostly watched you do raids when i would watch you play um so yeah i thought it was good it's a good powerful start it's a great cliffhanger like i don't know what happens at all i I mean i think i turned to you and i was like are we to assume that we're dead like what's happening you know and you were like i don't know we'll find out so so i don't know we'll find out yeah i mean i assume we're not yeah right of Of course but you know yeah i mean the way bungie had always phrased it was that like we get to take our guardian on this trip right? for the 10 years that it's going to be made or whatever. Um, the destruction of the tower as shown in the teaser cinematic and then this mission that the tower is destroyed. So all of our gear is presumably lost. Right. So all the gear will be new in this game, but I think you're still supposed to be able to keep your character. Right. Um, yeah. Cause the first game had no people talking to you in the scene. Right. You had some people call over comms, which got better as the game progressed. But this is the first time like you're coming across NPCs who are participating in what's going on. You know. Right. Right. Um, yeah, but I I dug it. I thought it was really cool. But definitely from a perspective of having known where we came from. Right. 
Um, so you yeah, it seems like what should be expected of something like that, right? For me, for sure, no, for sure. You know, like yeah. I don't think it goes above and beyond expectations of from an outside perspective, right? You know, but like, I, this is what that game should. This be is doing. what a game should do, right? right. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then we played uh, the strike. The strike's name is the inverted spire. That's right. Um. So, for those of you who don't know, the strikes are basically like small dungeons that you can kind of play on a loop and you win them and you get some gears, but you just grind them, basically. Stories are traditionally self-contained. They're loosely or tangentially related to the main plot of the campaign. Um, But yeah, you just kind of play them over again and they kind of jump you in in the middle of something. Um, I think, too, traditionally, the way it works is some of these get unlocked for you as the campaign progresses. So, you'll get to a point and then that strike takes place around that timeline, you know? But it doesn't matter if you did the strike or not to progress the story. Right. Uh, so jumping into this, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. There's a female AI voice that's talking that we're not introduced yeah, to. Yeah, we don't know who that is. So, yeah. yeah, I don't really understand. She's got a bit of banter going on with ghosts, which is right. fun. fine for what it is, but yeah. I don't know who she is, so it's right. hard. Right, um, But I got... It, it was a really big, spacious level, right? Yeah. Um, could you get there? So, okay. So let me ask you some questions. Yeah, please. Because you tended to be behind a lot. Yeah. Which is fine. Totally reasonable. Makes a lot of sense. Right. That being said, did you feel like it was easy to get lost in this space because of your unfamiliarity with like the mechanics of how the game tries to navigate you to where you need to go? Um, I never got lost, but I could see somebody getting lost. Yeah. It is big. It is open. I mean, you have your map, so you know what direction you have to go in. And you're with at least, with two other people. Right. So if they know where they're going, you can sort of just follow them. Yeah. Um, which is what I did a lot of the time myself. Um, but yeah, it is It is big and it is open. It gives you a sense of uh, a feeling of open worldness, even yeah. though it's obviously not. It's a self-contained thing. But right. yeah. Because I will say there was an instance where I was playing the first time I played. Right. I didn't realize there was a bridge or something. Um, so I didn't go over the bridge. And I see. I hopped across the Vex Milk Lake. Oh. And I took damage every time I landed. So I'd land really quick That's and crazy. jump across. Yeah, and I made it. I didn't even know were, where you were that that happened. I, and I've never been there again. Weird. Don't know. That's right. so weird. But there, so there's this whole place. And I remember there was a bridge that I probably should have taken in that instance. And on them were bad guys on vehicles that you could take. Right. Um also never came across that when I played with you. Interesting. So that, so to me, I was like, wow, this place is really big and there's no reason for me to be over here. Right. Um, so I wonder like if maybe once the game launches, there'll be like chests over there with like loot or yeah, secrets maybe. or something. Yeah. Um, there was... Well, because like I found the second time or third time I played it, uh-huh. um, I found that lower level. Right. That's um, right. Yeah. So, which I didn't know existed yeah, before. Later on, we come in from above and then there's a... We jump down pretty far, but yeah, there's a there's second like a level, level underneath that. Right. <clears throat> Which um, had more enemies. Right. Yeah. Another thing they introduced later in Destiny 1 is that sometimes an exotic quest would be available that week. Mm-hmm. So the, it would be a slightly modified version of a strike that you had to do certain things in to get access to oh, this I new see. level. Like, kill this many people or something. Right. Or, like, yeah. you just stay in this room until a special boss comes out or something right, like that. Right, okay. Because yeah. traditionally, you just keep going. Yeah. Um, so I wonder, too, if they're accounting for that space now. Yeah, uh, maybe. To add that in later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would make sense. 
Um, so you go through this space. There's some new mechanics. You like jump through a circle that blasts you off. It's very similar to uh, man cannons in Halo. But these are like gates that yeah. seem to teleport you. Um, now, obviously, you see your character when you're doing it. But I don't see you, for example. Like, I just see your name tag flying. Right, right, right. But you don't appear until you reemerge from the gate. Right. Um, so, you know, it's not it's super important. But I wonder, like, is that you teleporting? Yeah, can you take damage? You How does it shot? work? Yeah, right, right yeah. yeah. Um, so you do a couple of those, and then we start to drill down, and there's, like, a big drill thing that's taking place. And, again, we don't oh, understand yeah. the full context of it. Um, but you're fighting both. There's some Cabal, there's some Vex, I think, are the two main bad guys in this situation. Um so what do you think of that drill thing? Yeah, it's challenging and fun. I, I mean, it uh, adds... Obviously, so so I hadn't played a lot of first-person shooters. Right. And after my try trial run of Destiny, we, a couple months later, played Doom, which was really my first pers- first first-person shooter. And then after that, I got into Overwatch, which right. I've been playing ever since. Um so I guess what's cool about this moment is like it adds in like action like an action adventure game level to mm-hmm. the thing like something that you might see in something like Uncharted or something right. like that making a thing challenging. Um, because of the navigation of it, right? Right. right. Be- while you still are expected to take out all these baddies, right. so um, yeah. So I really liked that. I thought that was a really good moment for sure. It's probably my favorite moment of the strike, honestly, because it's like. Because two things are going on at once. Right. It's like, don't get hit by this while you kill these guys, yeah. you know? Yeah. Which you don't necessarily... I mean, definitely don't have something like that in Overwatch. And I don't really think there was anything quite like that in Doom. Yeah, um, not specifically. You'll be in maybe odd environments where, like, right. the platforms are small in general. But, yeah, yeah, usually nothing, like, in motion like that, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, so you get down there, and then eventually you get to the, the boss of this strike, which is some other Vex machine thing. Um, but the interesting mechanic that he brings is he drops the floor from under you when he hits a certain percentage of his health. Right. And you'll fight in a different type of level. So the first part is kind of like a dodgeball court kind of thing. Right. Uh, you're across, like you're across a chasm. Yeah. Um, so he spawns on one side, then he'll spawn on your side, and you have to go the other side, but there's less cover on the other side, or however you want to do it. Right. Um. And once that's done, the floor lets out, and then you end up on a circular fighting area. Right, and that has the heat. Right. right? So that's got two small levels. There's like this, he's on a central platform. Yeah. Then there's a ground level, and then there's a, a lower ground level on the outskirts of it. Right. Um, he shoots a different weapon type, and then he stomps on the ground and causes fire to go in the middle ring and then the outer ring. Right. So you have to either jump, jump cleverly or something like that, yeah. Yeah, or hover as long as you can, or just... Right. Cover from one to the other, and yeah. And of course, during both of these occasions, he's bringing on mobs and stuff like that. Of course, yeah. Fight you. Um, when that goes, that ground will also go, and then you'll end up basically at the bottom of some pit where there you're on like a island surrounded also by circular. that poisonous thing. Yeah, yeah. circular, or rectangular, or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you have to stay on the base. You can't leave because you'll get poisoned or whatever. Right. Um, he basically stays on the outskirts until he's almost low in health, and then he'll come up in your grill. And you got the Vex coming in from all sides, right? Right. So, so for tell me what you thought about doing it the first time. Because it's kind of a lot, especially for you, who hadn't played other Destiny. Because like, I was used to some of these things from the raids. The mechanics, right? Right. Yeah, that was that was the tough thing. And, and I have to say, 
no offense to you, but it was tough to play with you because you knew what you were doing. So you would, you know, run ahead or whatever. And I was like, oh, oh, like I would always catch on like, you know, two minutes later, I'd be like, oh, I see what I'm supposed to do here. So the first time I went through, I don't know how helpful I was because I was late to to everything. (laughs) I tried to stay back. Right. Right. But well, I, I didn't want to ruin it for you or anything either. But well, it's like, mostly you because know. I didn't want to annoy the other kid. Right. Because you always person. get caught the third person, right? Because right. I was like, he's going to be all alone. He's going to think we're not playing or whatever. Yeah, right. Th- right. That's fair. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah. So but you were at the It was fast though. for me, I guess yeah. is the point. Like, right. it all, all of each thing that happened next was like, it came really fast. There's yeah. no, like, breathing room, really. I, I mean, I guess they have those moments where, like, between... Um, swarms or whatever right. you want to call them you have to like leap over these platforms or whatever right. to get to the next thing so yeah. that's sort of your breathing room but yeah it, it was it was overwhelming i guess the first yeah. time yeah it's a lot going on at once similar uh, to doom in that way like enemies just keep coming and like yeah. you know did you feel so you played as a titan the first yeah oh yeah yeah only right yeah. Yeah, okay. And as a Titan, you offer a lot of support opportunities for the team. Right. Did you feel you fulfilled that role personally? Um, no, probably not. I mean, because so many times I, I had to, like, use my shields to defend for myself you, right? for, yeah. for me. Um, and also, it is I think it is a challenge. Like, I was trying to talk to you, at least, since we were on. But um, to be like, hey, I'm going to pop my yeah. big yeah. shield now or whatever. But it's hard. To like use it effectively for other people, um, mm. if you're not able to be like, "Hey, I'm go- I'm over here. This is where I'm doing this thing." You right, know what I mean? Right, right. The, so I was playing a warlock mm-hmm. who I can drop like a healing circle. Right. I tried to call out when I did that. Was right. that helpful? Yeah, absolutely. That was okay. Yeah, I mean, so, I didn't get yeah, it at first. It, I was like, "What is he saying?" It's more because once of, I got it. So uses because there's so much going on. Yeah. It's hard to monitor when the mobs are being spawned, where the boss is at, and then where your team is at, especially right. if they're up or down. Yeah, I mean, even just to choose an effective time to use that shield, you know, right. and that kind right. of thing. So, yeah, in terms of my super. but um, How did it feel to actually beat him? Awesome, yeah, I mean, like it feels great. Time. Yeah, 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 it felt great. It felt like, oof, right? Yeah, I happened to be, like, actively shooting him at the time right. in which he died, so, like, that always feels good. Like, like it really like, felt like you participated. Right, yeah, right. like yeah. maybe I even got the last shot. That's I don't right. know. Yeah, you know, yeah. you like feel good about it. So, yeah, it felt great. Um, Definitely, yeah. Good and challenging, but not impossible. Right. Uh, it, right. it was a good feeling, the whole, you know, the level, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. It was a good strike. And, I've, and as you said, I've played it a lot. I've right. probably played it like 12 12, 15 times. Maybe? The strike? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you probably play it like four. Yeah, four that five. sounds right. Yeah. And I play it with different character classes. You've only played with the Titan, but that also makes sense because I think moving forward, our interest in the game and how much we play maybe only merits you having one yeah. character. One I think class. I'll only have one character, so I just want to be good at that one character. Right. right. Yeah. Um, we, played a little, we played two rounds of PvP. Yeah. Lost the first one, won the second one. Yeah. Um, so compared to first-person shooter multiplayer... Like Overwatch, how was Destiny? Yeah, also really different. Honestly, it reminded me more of what was that game you were just playing with the Vikings and the oh For Honor. For Honor, it reminded me of that or what right. I, I never played For Honor, but I watched you play in terms right. of the control points and that kind of thing. It's just a different. Oh sure, sure, sure. Like it's with a, the yeah. I mean, obviously it's a shooter, so yeah. it it you know all that's what it is. But I I um 
in terms of the tactics of how like capturing points and stuff, like your sort of strategy going in, I think is more like the strategy you would go into a four honor match mm. um, with, you know, cause you try to like go somewhere where people aren't and mm-hmm. steal the thing before they notice and like right. that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Um, and then, so I'll, and I'll speak to the competitive one, but the competitive mode is similar to sabotage in call of duty where uh, you get your defensive team and your offensive team. One team is defending two points where a bomb can be planted or activated, and the offensive team has to go to one of those points. There's no respawns. You can't pick up your team members. Um, so they're very like quick events, not too dissimilar than from just straight elimination in Overwatch. Right. Um, but yeah, it has to be tactical. It definitely has to be communication in a way that that's obviously not happening right now in the beta. Right. Though sometimes you'll roll across a team of like these four people are friends and they're playing and then you get wiped. There's like nothing you can do about it. Right, yeah. Um, But it's good. It's a mode I'm excited to play, I think, moving forward. What were the modes like in the first Destiny in terms of uh, Um, PvP play? So straight deathmatch. Okay. Where killing people gets you points. There's a um, similar mode to that three-point thing. Okay. Um, I forget what it's called, but Titanfall calls it hard point. Right. Um... There's also a King of the Hill, uh, which is basically uses the same maps, but only one of those points will be active at a time. I see. So you, when it, it's active, you run there, you capture it, you get bonus points when you have them. Uh, so like if you have one point, you'll get times two on a kill. If you have two points, you get times three, and if you have all the points, then you get a lot. And then you play till you hit a point limit. I see. So first team to that point limit wins, so it behooves you to capture more points because your kills are worth more. Right. Um, so it works the same with King of the Hill, but then obviously only one team is ever going to get the benefit because you have to capture it first. Right, right. And then after 30 seconds, it'll go and switch to the other point. Um, there's another mode. It's actually called Mayhem also. Mm. Uh, they only introduced that way later, like near the end of year two for Destiny, but uh, all the cooldowns are super reduced. So people are throwing that's grenades fun. and doing all that stuff. Yeah, because that's what makes Destiny Destiny to me. Right. Um, so that being said, how did you feel about the, the abilities? First, the quality of the abilities. So as a Titan, you could uh, you had that wall shield, and you had two of them. You had a waist yeah. high one and a big one. Yeah, and they were both good. Mm-hmm. Um, I Ultimately, I switched, but I ultimately preferred the one where I could... Um, shoot over it. Shoot over it, yeah. yeah. But it, of course, obviously doesn't provide you as much cover as the other one. Yeah. So um, the, I guess the tactics are just different. The, like... The low shield, you're more like you want to position yourself somewhere where you can see an enemy, pop the thing, and then shoot. Right. You know, as it's just like a, a way to attack, I yeah. guess. The other one, I feel like you have to use defensively. Like when you just need a moment with mm-hmm. nobody shooting at you, you pop that thing and you hide behind it. You right. know what I mean? Like it's more of a hide rather than an attack. Though I did use it for attack too because you could go around the around side. The side yeah. And it's still pretty effective that way too. So yeah. they're both good. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're both. I was going to say because I think how I had read other people use it is for if your enemies are coming from multiple points and you just don't want to deal with one side. Yeah, like from behind you. Right. That makes sense too. So you just too. put it behind you, focus on who's in front and then when you're yep. good you move. Yeah, forward. that makes sense too. Yeah. Um the grenade? Yeah, good. Uh it's Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty standard grenade, yeah. I guess. There are different flavors. I think flavors. you were using the magnetic one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, did you feel like it was catching on the enemies, specifically during, like, the PvP Yeah, no, stuff? I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and how often were you able to really use your, your punching maneuver? 
Uh, not that often. Yeah. Yeah, I, I try to stay back. Right. So, I was never that close in people's faces to punch. Could you see a difficulty in being the person with the shield and staying all the way in the back of the group? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I remember during one particular part of the thing, I was like, do you have a shield? And I looked up and you were like way, you're yeah, like well, sniping. Or I was, yeah, I was trying all the different guns that yeah, I had just to yeah. see what I liked better and stuff. Um, and yeah, there was uh, some kind of like, yeah. I don't know, it, had a, it wasn't a sniper rifle, but, but it, it had like a like really, a scope, right? yeah, it had a scope and a far sight. So I was like, oh, well, I'll try picking off people from here. And it was effective. For you. For me. Yeah. But then I didn't have my shields helping on my team and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. 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 Um, you didn't try the striker at all, which is the electric version of the Titan. No, I, no, okay. yeah, I did. You did? The one that punched the floor? Yeah. Yeah, I did the oh, last did. time we played. Yeah, yeah the last time we played. Um, very different, obviously, because yeah. it's obviously more attack based than yeah. defense based. So it's just a, it's just a different thing, you know. Right. Even though I, I will say I went in the other version of the Titan. What's the other one called? The one with the shield. Sentinel. The Sentinel also has that Captain America esque shield yeah. too, which I think is really that's I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Because that's defensive but also offensive Correct. simultaneously, and that's yeah. kind of nice. You don't have to like choose one or the other. Right. Yeah, that, that was really interesting because I think thus far that's the only class that has two supers mm-hmm. when selected. So you can either do your ward, which is the bubble, right. or the Captain America shield, yeah. Yeah, which is kind of nifty for you. Because if you're doing something and everybody on your team is dead, and like they're so far apart, it doesn't make sense to pop a bubble and save them. Right. Then at least you have your super to save yourself to give them enough time to maybe res on their own or something. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, the ward was kind of, um, you know, just from you, kind of lame, because you can't shoot out of it, which yeah. apparently you used to be able to. So yeah. that's that makes that's a big hindrance with that. It's just protective at the And it's not that protective because people can walk into it. Right. Just Although like with Winston's shield. shield in it. Yeah. Right. But, but still, yeah. it's yeah, it's just not as effective. Well, I wonder, because so used to have three different types of bubbles. Mm-hmm. One that gave you more shield inside it. One that gave you a shield if you walked through it and left it. I see. And then one that gave you increased weapon damage while inside it. Mm-hmm. I recall all three of them letting you shoot through, but maybe only the weapon one did. Maybe, yeah. Um, That's but, interesting. But now one of the Warlock's third new abilities is instead of a healing circle, I can drop a weapon damage circle right so i wonder if they've migrated that from the titan to the warlock so now you can get the damage boost but you don't get the protection right so i'd have to use it in conjunction with one of your things to get the benefit like we used to yeah yeah uh, which is what made me think about it, it still sounds shitty but it's probably better for teamwork getting out of it yeah it's interesting i mean i'm glad they do something different anytime people make another game I, like i just don't want to see the exact same game I want to see a game that has this, like with movies, I want to see the sequel have the same flavor, but bring something else and be a little different. So I'm glad they're trying something else. Did you feel like the cooldowns took too long, though? Like, Are they longer than they were in Destiny uh, 1? I feel like they're terribly, terribly slow. I I did feel like they were long, but I didn't know. I didn't have a, like, yeah, the grenade was tough. Yeah. Well, and the thing, too, about the long time is, like, by the time... Like, you've waited so long for it that you sort of forget about it because, yeah. like, you know you can't rely on it. Right. You know? And then it's like... Or it's, like, almost like you oversave it now, right? <laughs> yeah, like right. you don't know when you'll get it again. Right, yeah, exactly, yeah. right. And it just... Yeah, it's a bummer because, yeah. like, I just wish I could use it more. Right. Yeah. But I didn't know. Yeah. Comparatively. No, I think it's super long. People okay. are saying, like, when they play PvP, 
Yeah. Like, maybe they'll get their super once, and it'll be toward the end. So, like, the last 40 seconds is this mad dash of people yeah, right. shooting golden guns and smashing the ground and shit. Yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, hopefully they'll change that, and maybe they're just doing it for the beta. But, yeah, it feels really slow. Yeah. Um, did you have a weapon type you preferred? Um, so they had hand cannons, which are just pistols. Yeah, I actually liked those. You did? Yeah. I mean, they well, were okay. They did ha- a lot of damage. Well, and the good thing about Destiny, which is kind of like Borderlands, is that um, guns are kind of unique. Right. Um, and they, obviously they're like, they'll follow a template or something. Yeah, of course. But each one will have a little different zinger to it. Um, so in the first game, there was a modifier called Firefly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you shoot... You, when you get a killing blow in the head, their body explodes, mm-hmm. which causes surrounding damage. Oh, I damage. see. Gotcha. Um, so there was a particular gun that did that that everybody wanted from the very first raid, and they couldn't get it again later. Right. Um, so I feel like that is going to be a thing moving forward where, like, maybe I don't like hand cannons overall. Right. But if it has the right modifiers on it, then, right. uh, then I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I wonder if you had just, the gun just made sense to you, and there was that particular hand cannon. Like, if you had any other hand cannons, maybe you'd be like, this is stupid. Right, yeah, I don't know. That's true. I don't know. But I did like it, okay. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know that there's anything I used that I really didn't like. The shotgun's tough, because you got to be pretty close Mm. to really do that damage, as opposed to, like, because that's the, like, your high, your power, is that what it's called? Your power weapon or whatever. So I preferred the grenade launching thing because it, you could do it from further and still do the same amount of damage. Let me tell you, they changed the, how this goes from the mm. first game. Okay. The first game, you had your primary weapon, which were things like auto rifles, scout rifles, pulse rifles, right. and hand cannons. Right. Then you had your secondary weapon, which was either a shotgun or a sniper rifle, or they introduced sidearms later, which okay. are smaller pistols. Okay. And then you had your heavy weapon, grenade launchers, um... Grenade launchers weren't a thing. But that's right. where they would have fallen. Right. Uh, missile launchers, Gatling guns, that kind of thing. Right. Um, but they changed it now where you get those two slots of almost identical weapons. Yeah. You get the They kin- seem interchangeable. Yeah. You get kinetic, which are regular bullets. Right. Then you get the elemental, which are the same kinds of weapons, but they have a, a skew of elements. Yeah, like right. fire or whatever. Um, and then now you get this last slot, like the power slot. But now all the shotguns and the snipers have moved there, so that makes them a little less efficient because right. it's so hard to find ammo for those things. Right. Um, a lot of people are complaining about it. I'm interested to see what they are. But it's like, right, how do you rationalize, oh, this is a shotgun over this is a grenade launcher? How can you say that they're the same thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I really had... I was like, why would anybody use this over right. this grenade launcher? Right. It seemed crazy when I tried it, so... Um, so, so this household will own Destiny 2. Yes. How likely are you to pick it up when it comes out at launch, personally? It depends on if I'm playing something else, mm. I guess. But definitely not a priority, out. though. It's not a priority. Um, I definitely think I'll let you play it and get a hang well, of it, you. a hold of it, before I, like, so that you can tell me things. Right. You know, like, sure, like sure. you get the hang of it first. I get sure. Um, and I'll just, like, go, go along with you a little bit. Because um, it is fun, and I have fun playing with you specifically. I, I, I could see myself playing it without you. Mm. But, um, yeah, just for, like, I don't know, to, to do the thing. You it, know what I mean? It's a game that has previously forced people to 
simultaneously force you to be social without giving you the options of how to be social. Right. Right. So you want to raid and it's six people. And if you play by yourself, then you have to figure out a way to find five other people. Right. When you do, it's great. If you can't, then you feel like a loser. Right. Um, I've read that there are changes how it is moving forward for Destiny 2 so that there should be be more matchmaking options. Yeah. And they had always said that the raids should have matchmaking because they're very high level things that take a lot of coordination and skill. Right. Uh, so it would ruin it. So like say say you're ready personally. Right. And then I'm obviously ready. Right. Duh. And then my brother. Right. Um, and then we play and then we find two other people and then a dud. Yeah. And that dud could really bring us down. Absolutely. Because maybe they right. don't have a mic. Maybe they're barely the correct level. Yeah. And maybe at the same time they happen to have a child who's shitting on the floor. Sure. So they're constantly <laughs> away from the controller. You don't right. know what they're saying. They're jumping into engagement. So the... The previous hope had... <laughs> the child is sitting on the floor. It's not like the dog is throwing up. No, no. The child just took a shit on the floor. That's right. <laughs> um, Seems likely. Yeah, I think it's true. Uh, Amazing. Sorry. No, but yeah, so like it's hard because I'm like that person obviously wants to experience it, but they're hindering our ability to enjoy it too. So that's why they're like no matchmaking. Like right. you figure it out if they're worth your time, then put right. them in the party. Right. So we'll see how they officially approach it moving forward, but... um yeah, it is a very social game. Right, for and, sure. And that it, that's its, its pro and its con. Right. Um, because there was occasions where I got stuck with this guy who I was playing with for like two or three weeks, and I didn't really want to play with him. Right, right, right. Um, but he wanted to play all the time, and it gave me an extra one person when I was trying to find groups, and which right. was beneficial. But ultimately, I was like, I don't want to play with this guy anymore. Right. So I, like, I think I blocked him. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? So, so we'll see. I mean, I'm super excited, and I hope it's... As good as Destiny 1 ended up being. Right. Right. It should be leaps and bounds better than the first one. Yeah. Yeah, but the problem with, you know, it's like movie creators and TV show stuff. It's like sometimes they just don't get it. Yeah. They're like, no, you fucking dumb-dumb. That's not what I liked. Right. Um, Right, right, right. They take all the things you hated about the first one. Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll definitely see if they um, do an okay job. A lot's riding on it. This is year three now. Yeah, that sounds right. So there are, you know, they're approaching their halfway point for the story or whatever. Um, they're only now working within the more powerful consoles. There's no more Xbox 360 and PS3. Right. Um, so that should improve a lot of things that held back the previous game also. Um, and like I said, yeah, they did some good things at the end of the year of the first Destiny. So hopefully that stuff that carries over. Yeah, yeah. Um, any uh, last thoughts on it? The beta ends today, uh, which will be days before the podcast actually comes out. So if you haven't played it, you can't play it. Sorry. But um, you can play it when it comes out in September. That's right. Um, and then maybe we'll do something like we'll we'll bring on people who listen to Dangerous and we'll run a strike with them or something. Like oh, that. that would be so fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. I would love that. Hear that, guys? We'll do that for you. Yeah, we would do that. Yeah. Not because we need people for our strike team. No. I, well, we certainly don't. <laughs> Amanda's barely participating got, in the strike. We've got so many friends. Yeah. Nah, well, me, me, you, and my brother would be a strike team. We'd be great. Okay. And good. then we'll just kick them off when we got a, a listener. I see. Yeah. Sounds great. Um, All right. Anything else? No, I think that's it. As always, thank you for listening to Dangerous Go Alone. Follow us on Tumblr at d2ga.tumblr.com. Follow us on Twitter at DangerAlonePod. Follow me on Twitter at J-A-Y underscore R-E-Y. Or me on Twitter at Amanda Wenty. 
And visit BrokerJarsRXYZ to check out amazing, amazing shows. And, of course, big what up to Zencaster. Broken Jars at checkout. All caps. 20% off. In your fucking face. Yeah. That's it. Uh, we will see you in two weeks. Yes. Bye. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.